Hello and welcome to the Nola Nerd Couple podcast focusing just on music. This week, Mr. Nola Nerd Couple is going to take you through two of his favorite albums that were released actually in this decade. The first one, which is a newer album, is Sturgill Simpson's A Sailor's Guide to Earth. This is a country album, but much better in my opinion than a lot of the country music that's being made out there right now a lot better than the country music that is on um, country radio or or things like that it's a very much um, a call to like that Bakersfield sound that you know Merle Haggard and Buck Owens type of sound it's, and it's just straight up honest music. Uh, Sturgill Simpson is one of those guys that he's done a lot of jobs in his lifetime. He's actually been in the Navy. He's been around the world. He worked in Seattle for a while. He actually quit the music business for some time, I think, according to one podcast that I listened to with he was doing an interview. And he worked in the tra- uh, in, on train lines and stuff like that, making sure trains go to where they had to go. I think he got a management position in that. That was pretty much it for that job. And he started focusing again on his music full-time, um, releasing three pretty good albums since 2013. Um, High Top Mountain, which is a very good album. Uh, meta, meta Modern Sounds and Country Music, which kind of blew up, especially in the indie world, uh, in the indie field. It, it got a lot of people start talking about him got into a lot of magazines he crossed over also into stuff like pitchfork and pace magazine and other places like that we're talking about him as well and it's a very good album um the song but the promise by when in rome which is like a synth pop song from the 80s he actually turns this into what i consider it's true calling as a song and that is a classic country song if you haven't heard that go ahead and find that it's on youtube it's on spotify it's just a great beautiful song great cover he keeps the original beat but turns it into something much more longing like a country song is and his new album is called a sailor's guide to earth and this came out on april 15th of 2016 it uh like I said, it's his third studio album. It's a really great album. Like it's one of those song albums that on the first song I already knew that I was gonna really like this album. Uh, the first song is called "Welcome to Earth, Polywog," and it's straight up to his newborn son. It, it's a love letter, really. He talks about how much he didn't really know what love was until he held his son, and it starts off as this very orchestrated kind of slow moving ballad and then it turns into this country meets stacks records jam at the end and it's just a gorgeous all the way song if you have a child listen to the song and look at your child and trust me it'll make sure that you know that it'll say all the feelings that you ever had about your child i i'm not a father but i can't think of a better song to describe what it's like to be a father than this um, all the songs are actually small little letters to his son. I apologize if you hear cats arguing and talking in the background. Um, like Breaker's Roar is a beautiful little ballad to the son. Keep it in between the lines kind of tells him what, you know, what you should do. Like you shouldn't go playing baseball with mailboxes. Um, Brace for Impact, Live a Little, which is the first single, which is a really great song. Um, 
you know, just make sure that you go out there and do things. Um, true to the last things that he's been doing, um, he does another cover on here, and the cover that he chose to do was In Bloom uh, by Nirvana. Now, In Bloom is probably my least favorite Nirvana song. Uh, to me, it was just not very good. You know, it it had the problem of being right behind uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit on the album thing. So, you know, it kind of was a sacrificial lamb as far as that concerns. But he makes this song a very pretty song. In fact, he stated in an interview, um, I wanted to make a beautiful and pure homage to Kurt Cobain. And it is a great song. It is beautiful. And it's a great homage to Kurt Cobain. Um, He said that in in an interview with Spin Magazine, um, I want to make sure I give credit to where credit's due. And... He um, it, he adds a line to In Bloom that I think works really well. Does one Kurt sings? You know, he does not know what it means. He knows what it means or whatever like that. He adds a line to fall in love, and the song takes on a more, I guess, responsible meaning toward itself. Um, there's a video for it. Go ahead and check that out on YouTube. It's really good. Um, some of the other hits on this album, Oh Sarah is very good. Call to Arms, which talks about some of the experiences that um, Sergio went through through the Navy and stuff that he doesn't want to see his son go through. This is one of the, again, one of the better albums that I've listened to in a while. It's just gorgeous. I really, in fact, <clears throat> it's going to take a lot for an album to replace it on my top albums of this year because it's one of those that I've listened to quite a bit it's been sold out at most of the record stores I finally found it in a record store in Baton Rouge and when it came out you know it's I really just can't recommend it enough according to Wikipedia which I know is not the greatest source but these do have footnotes it debuted at number 3 on the Billboard 200 it was number 1 in the top country things and it moved like 55 units clean streams in its first week um, what's really again a good about this is he's got a great voice he's got a very good sense of rhythm guitar it comes out into a little bit of psychedelic rock at some points you know it's not just straight up country music and one thing he doesn't do that you hear in some of these country music bands is there's no such things as auto tunes or worrying about really how he looks he's going to go out there just make his good music and make the music that he wants to make um it's getting a lot of accolades so far and quite a few lists of the best albums of 2016 so far uh so it's on rolling stone i think npr had it and a couple other albums have it um and so I really can't recommend it enough. It's one of those, he's one of those bands, one of those artists that I think is coming along at the right time. And he's making some really excellent music. His last two albums are both masterpieces and they're at the top of the game. And the next album I'm going to talk about, which is a little bit older, but not that much, is what actually got me into Sturgill Simpson. And that's Jason Isbell. 
Jason Isbell plays used to play in a band called the Drive-By Truckers. He was he's a very talented singer-songwriter. Was in the band uh, Drive-By Truckers for a while, but kind of um, let's partook and drink a little too much. Uh, kind of got into an unhappy place. And he ended up not being in drive-by truckers anymore. Um, after a little while, he finally got himself clean and sober, and he released a great, fantastic album in 2013 called Southeastern. Southeastern was re- released on June 11th on June 11th, 2013, on Southeastern uh, Records. It was produced by David Cobb, who also produced meta modern sounds and country music for Sturgill Simpson. Um, Sturgill Simpson's new album, A Sailor's Guide to Earth, is actually produced by Sturgill Simpson. Um, Jason Isbell is, when he recorded this album, he, I don't want to say it's a confessional album, it's because it it does have quite a few narrator type songs on there, but it has him working through a lot of the things that he had to work through. Um, it is one of my favorite albums. Now, what's weird is that even though it came out in the middle of 2013, I hadn't heard it at all during 2013. I actually discovered it from a musician friend of mine posting on Facebook his favorite albums of 2013, and Jason Isbell's Southeastern was number one. Now, most of the time on Facebook, I see people liking music that I don't particularly care for. That's fine. They usually they can like whatever they want. But this is somebody who usually has the same taste that I have. Both of our favorite bands of all time is The Replacements. And when he puts an album I haven't heard as number one, I immediately moved it to the top of my list to listen to. And I wasn't disappointed. I mean, this is a fantastic recording a great piece of americana music um you know it's a lot of him just putting his soul out there cover me up shows him being just a very strong songwriter and with a very strong voice you know he talks about how they're going to stay in bed unless they need medical help and stuff like that and you can relate some of this stuff to i guess getting over alcoholism and things like that. But, you know, it it's a little bit more than that. If it was just about a recovering alcoholic album, it would have been good, but he learns how to make this universal. And that's one thing that I uh, like about Jason Isbell. And he does this through these fully formed stories about people. Um, and in fact, Sturgill Simpson in, in a podcast interview, I think it was the WTF podcast, he talks about how he can only listen through to four songs of Southeastern and he had to turn it off because it was just that good. It was too good for him to listen to. The songs were too fully formed to go to. In other words, he was saying Jason Isbell was working on another level. And on Southeastern and his newer album, Something More Than Free, I think he is working on a different type of level there. Um, some of the standout tracks on this, Elephant. Elephant is a song about a friend dying of cancer. And really, you can't, I can't think of a better song to listen to. It's a sad song. Like, I, I recently, 
around the time that I was listening to this album, a friend of mine did die of cancer. And I didn't post this song on Facebook, even though I listened to it quite a few times, because it's a devastatingly good song. It's a song that gets to the heart of the emotions of doing it, you know. You know, the, the strong line in the song is that no one dies with dignity. We just try to ignore the elephant somehow. And you're talking about something that could just take the heart out of you. Live Oak is another great song on this album. And it's a narrating song. Um, actually takes place, I think, in a much earlier time. And it's about a guy who walks around basically going from town to town and he's a murderer but he writes some of the lyrics in here that are very want uh, very self-aware in a way but at the same time he creates a full stories of it it's 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 a short story in and of itself and i think that's missing a lot in music not just country music but i think music and all is having songs that can transport you to another place, to another time, and tell a complete story. Uh, Super Hate Motel is one of those songs that kind of reminds me, um, um, I guess, of like a Bertel Brett kind of way. Like the music is saying one thing, but the lyrics are saying something else. I mean, the song's just a rave up rocker. And basic, but the lyric, first lyric of the song is, I don't want to die in a Super 8 motel. And it talks basically about a really wild night that you can have. And sometimes living in a Super 8 motel or staying in a Super 8 motel can be a little bit more dangerous than spending the night. There are some sore songs on here, uh, some songs where his wife sings. Amanda Shires, who's a great artist in of her own right, um, the stick cut, the the album right, the song that sticks out to me on the album, that they both perform on is Stockholm, and you know Stockholm, let me go home, which is a great line when you really think about Stockholm syndrome and things like that. Um, songs that she sing sang in the shower is another standout track. These are all really just great albums. Um, songs and really go ahead and check them out both of these albums are on spotify probably on title and apple music um you can catch a lot of their stuff on youtube even though i kind of don't prefer the last one because i do pay for spotify and i suggest people do pay for music because these artists need to make a living and and one way you can help both of these artists making a living is that they're both coming to new orleans real soon except that i think in Sturgill Simpson's case it might be sold out yep he's performing September 9th at the Sanger Theater in New Orleans and it is sold out I will be there Mrs. Nolan her couple has worked that night so I'll be all alone but I don't really care because I'm gonna have the music with me um, and then Jason Isbell I know is coming in October I think it's October 22nd and maybe the 23rd, yep, and October 22nd and 23rd, and he's performing the Joy Theater, and you can buy those tickets at from his website. You know, take you to there, and I think it's a ticket fly type of deal where you buy, or you can go straight to the Joy Theater. And so he's playing two nights. He played recently at Voodoo Fest last year in 2015, and it was an excellent show. In fact, the only problem I had with the show was that it was a little too sharp, but that probably had more to do with the festival than it did with Jason Isbell. Again, these are 
both two great country artists out there making a different type of country music. I guess you could say it's alternative country, but to me, that means it's only just not going through the normal Nashville channels. These are pure country albums. And when I listen to Merle Haggard albums or I listen to Willie Nelson albums, these albums are in that vein of country music. And if you like that kind of country music, go ahead and give them a chance. So this is Mr. Neil and Eric Couple. I'm going to sign off for this edition of Music Podcast. I hope that you go out there and you find some good music to listen to. I will try to put both of these albums from Spotify onto the website. So go ahead and check out NerlerNerlCouple.com. This is where this will be besides SoundCloud. We probably will be moving to Podbean sometime in the future, maybe in either end of July, end of August, and hopefully at that point we'll be on iTunes. Until then, you can check out all of our podcasts on NerlerNerlCouple.com and we hope that you enjoy them and also we hope that you go and find some good music to listen to and if you do give us some drop us a comment on our website and let us know what we should be listening to all right have a good day everybody